Before we launch into today's episode, here's a reminder that the Morning Agenda is supported by Everance Financial. It empowers members to align their investments with their faith and values. You can learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. A Dauphin County judge is facing a charge of attempted murder. And a mid-state county will do away with its lone ballot drop box. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Friday, February 16th. Happy Friday. And this is being recorded at 9.18 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. Another winter storm is likely to arrive in central Pennsylvania this evening. A winter weather advisory goes into effect at 10 tonight and will last until 7 tomorrow morning. The National Weather Service and State College is forecasting 2 to 5 inches of snow in central Pennsylvania in most areas. Now, Adams and Lancaster counties are among those areas that could see the high end of accumulations, while counties like Columbia and Union may only get about an inch of snow or less. PPL crews, by the way, are still working on schedules scattered power outages that remain across the region as a result of Tuesday's storm. A district magistrate in central Pennsylvania is charged with attempted murder, accused of shooting a man in the face. My colleague Randy Parker reports Sonia McKnight has been suspended from the bench since November for violations such as theft of time and soliciting a product on her social media account. Prosecutors say McKnight shot a man in the head while he was sleeping in bed on February 10th. He survived the gunshot, but is blind in one eye. ABC 27 reports her charges include attempted murder of the first degree and aggravated assault. In 2019, McKnight shot and wounded her estranged husband. That shooting was ruled self-defense. Now, because the Dauphin County District Attorney's Office handles cases before McKnight's office, the Cumberland County District Attorney's Office was asked to take over the case. McKnight's bail has been set at $300,000. Lebanon County commissioners are sticking with their plan to remove the county's only ballot drop box. They're also considering adding a staffed site where people can drop off ballots outside the courthouse. Now, a previous vote to remove the drop box had to be redone since it was not on the meeting schedule as legally required. The drop box outside the courthouse had a security camera and was open only when the courthouse was. The staffed site being considered would also be open only when the courthouse is. Medical marijuana cardholders in Pennsylvania may soon be a step closer to being able to legally possess a firearm. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports the proposed legislation comes eight years after the Commonwealth legalized medical marijuana. Pennsylvania has had legal medical marijuana since 2016, but under the state's Uniform Firearms Act, medical users cannot own a gun. Dan Laughlin is trying to fix that. The Erie Republican senator is introducing legislation to amend the act to allow users to own a firearm. He says this is about sticking up for constitutional rights and individual freedom. It's a legal product to treat symptoms with, and it shouldn't have anything to do with your Second Amendment rights. So changing the state rules would only be part of a solution since federal law bars cannabis users from owning a firearm. And a Bucks County man charged with decapitating his father and posting a video online in which he holds up the severed head had a device with photos of federal buildings and apparent instructions for making explosives when he was arrested. The county district attorney has charged Justin Moan with a dozen new charges in the death last month of his father, Michael Moan. 
According to prosecutors, Justin Moan fatally shot his father with a pistol he bought the day before and then used a kitchen knife and machete to decapitate Michael Moan at the Levittown house where they both lived. Justin Moan then recorded a video in which he holds up his father's head and identifies him as a 20-year federal employee. He was carrying a gun when he was arrested at Fort Indian Town Gap in Lebanon County. On this Friday morning, when I got into the office, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania just to look for a few stories to put on your radar today. Pennsylvania State Courts Agency says it never received a ransom demand as part of a cyber attack that briefly shut down some of its online services earlier this month and prompted a federal investigation. A courts agency spokesperson says officials never had any communication with the attackers and never paid anything. The attack on the court's website disabled some online portals and systems that were all fully restored this week, but it didn't compromise any data or stop the courts from operating. The state Supreme Court's Chief Justice Deborah Todd says a federal investigation is continuing, but investigators have not yet identified the attacker. And two brothers are the latest Pennsylvanians to face charges in connection to the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. They're accused of, among other things, wrestling with an officer over a baton and throwing a folding chair at a police line. Andrew and Matthew Valentin of Stroudsburg are both charged with felonies for civil disorder and assaulting officers, as well as several misdemeanors. As part of the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force, a state trooper used a series of videos to document the brothers' actions. Many were uploaded by January 6th rioters themselves, while others were from body cameras worn by police. In one, Matthew says he's Matthew from Magasylvania, and then Andrew, wearing a white Make America Great Again baseball cap, states he's Matthew's brother. Neither one has submitted a plea at this point. The FBI has now arrested and charged at least 94 Pennsylvanians in connection to January 6th. That's the third most of any state in the country. Defendants from the Commonwealth have pleaded guilty or been convicted at trial in at least 71 of those cases. Now, the attack was part of an effort to ignore the democratic process and try to keep former President Donald Trump in power, even though he lost the 2020 election. Well, The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcasts on WITF's YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to, and of course, the NPR One app. And be sure to check out our monthly Spotify playlist, The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, February 2024. We're going to kick off the weekend with Naughty by Nature's Hip Hop Hooray. I've been picking a lot of 90s songs this week for some reason. Anyway, a big thanks to Everance Financial for supporting The Morning Agenda. It empowers members to align their investments with their faith and values. You can learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. I always appreciate your company, and I never take it for granted. Be well, enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again on Monday.